It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 16, the third-party risk management process. As every compliance practitioner is aware, third parties still present the highest risk under the FCPA. The 2020 update devotes an entire prong to third-party risk management. It begins with the following. Prosecutors should also assess whether the company knows the business rationale for needing a third party in a transaction and the risks posed by the third-party partners, including the third-party partners' reputations and relationships, if any, with foreign officials. For example, a prosecutor should analyze whether the company is ensured that the contract terms with third parties specifically describe the services to be performed and that the third party is actually performing the work and that its compensation is commensurate with the work being provided in that industry in that geographic region. Prosecutors should further assess whether the company has engaged in ongoing monitoring of third-party relationships, be it through updated due diligence, training audits, or annual compliance certifications by that third party. This clearly specifies that the Department of Justice expects an integrated approach that is operationalized throughout the company. This means you have a full process for the full life cycle of third-party risk management. There are five steps in the life cycle of third-party risk management, which fulfill the DOJ requirements as set out in the 2020 FCPA Resource Guide and in the hallmarks of an effective compliance program. They are business justification by the business sponsor, questions to the third party, due diligence on the third party, compliance terms and conditions including payment terms, and five, management and oversight of a third party after contract signing. Business justification. This step breaks down into two parts, business sponsor and business justification. The purpose of the business justification is to document the satisfactoriness of the business case to retain a third party. The business justification should be included in the compliance review file assembled on every third party at the time of the initial certification and again if the third party relationship is renewed. It is mandatory that this document be filled out and completed by the business sponsor who will be the primary contact with a third party for the life of the business relationship. Questionnaire. The term questionnaire is mentioned several times in the 2020 FCPA Resource Guide. It is generally recognized as one of the tools that a company should complete in its investigation to better understand with whom it is doing business. This requirement is not only a key step, but also a mandatory step for third parties that desire to work with a company. If a third party does not want to fill out a questionnaire or will not fill it out completely, run, don't walk away from doing business with such party. Due diligence. Most compliance practitioners understand there is a need for a robust due diligence program to investigate third parties, but have struggled with how to create an inventory to define the basis of risk for each third party and there, thereby perform the requisite due diligence. Getting your arms around due diligence can sometimes seem bewildering for the compliance practitioner. The purpose is to encourage businesses to put in place due diligence procedures that adequately inform the application of the proportionate measures designed to present prevent persons associated with the company from engaging in bribery and corruption on their behalf. Due diligence acts as both a procedure for anti-bribery risk assessment and a risk mitigation technique. Further, both operate as compliance internal controls. After you've completed steps one through three, you are ready to move on to step four of the contract. According to the 2020 FCPA Resource Guide, 
Additional considerations include payment terms, how the payment terms compare to the typical terms in industry and country, as well as the timing of the third party's introduction to the business. The contract. You must evaluate the information and show that you have used it in your process. If it is incomplete, it must be completed. If there are red flags which have appeared, these red flags must be cleared or you must demonstrate how you will manage the risk identified. In other words, you must document that you have read, synthesized, and evaluated the information garnered in the business justification questionnaire and due diligence. As the DOJ and SEC continually remind us, a compliance program must be a living, evolving ecosystem and not simply a check-the-box exercise. Management of the relationship. While the work done in the four steps above are absolutely critical, if you do not manage the relationship, it can all go downhill very quickly, and you might find yourself with a potential FCPA violation. There are several different ways you should manage your post-contract relationship. The evaluation is clearly focused on several key components that you will need to evaluate, then reevaluate during the pendency of the relationship. Incentivizing through compensation issues, training, and ongoing monitoring through oversight and auditing are key tools that the DOJ expects you to use going forward after the contract is signed. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, you must utilize the full five-step process for third-party risk management. If you cannot utilize the five-step process, explain why. Two, make sure you have a business development, involvement, and buy-in. And three, operationalize all steps going forward by including the business representatives. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement which occurred in 2020 and will help inform your compliance program going forward into 2021 and indeed beyond. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.